Hello everyone, welcome to Michael Out Loud. It's amazing to be back. Today's episode, we'll be talking about something very important. Today's topic is love cannot be forced. Love cannot be forced. You see, many people remain in abusive relationships with the hope and belief that they can change their partner. While some were thought about leaving and restrained because of the fear of the future, they asked themselves, where do I go to? Where do I start from? What will people say? The fact is before things get bad, there are usually warning signs. Those red flags that often get ignored or we deny because we we tend to give excuses for people we claim we love or care about. Now, the, fol- the following are signs uh, that things might be over on your partner's end and that you're just trying to force things. The first is that they forget about things that are important to you. They forget about things that are important to you. One way people like to impress their partner is by remembering the things they've said. It passes the message across that you're really into them. They're focused on them and paying rapt attention. Um, the fact that we can hang on to things about people even when they're not around means a lot. Um, so if the opposite is happening, it simply implies out of sight is out of mind. In a long-term relationship, if your partner has started forgetting things about you, then something is wrong somewhere. It may be a good sign they don't think of you highly anymore or care about you. The second thing is that they no longer try to reach a compromise with you. You see, when partners don't want to lose each other, there's a way they fight for the relationship. And they do so by trying to reach a compromise. They try to have a healthy debate, which involves a shift in perspective and reaching a common ground. So arriving at a common ground is something great, since it implies you both manage your differences. You're telling each other you respect your point of views and have confidence in each other's reality, um, you know, despite your differences you know so this sort of exchange means that your partner trusts you you for the long stretch he believes you are in it for the long term so assuming your partner has mentally checked out there's often nothing to discuss okay so What's more glaring is the lack of engagement when met with a difference in perspective. They probably won't try having a conversation instead of having one. And even if they do, they'll nonchalantly disregard your point of view. The third thing is that they don't change after apologizing for a wrong. So when they do something, they apologize quite alright. But they won't change. You don't see any changes. They repeat the same thing over and over again. I know. I know it's quite upsetting. 
See, a friend of mine loved her boyfriend dearly. No matter the wrong this guy did, you know, and how empty she felt on the inside, she would still forgive him very easily, quickly and easily. She liked the fact that he was a brilliant and ambitious guy. She was a sapiosexual. He had also known her literally all his life, so this is where the sentiment was coming in for her. They've come to understand each other over the years, so whenever he has messed up, he knows. He knew. He would immediately follow up uh, with what looked like a sincere apology. So one day she realized that over time, all they've had was a long time of verbal expressions, but no change in real life. There were no real improvements that followed his vows to be a better man. He stopped putting in the work midway into the relationship. He was checking out emotionally. It occurred subconsciously, subconsciously that her partner was ignoring his missteps. She ended up taking the relationship less seriously until they saw his inevitable end by walking away. She finally had the courage to walk away. Quite unfortunate, right? Now, the fourth thing is that they are less interested in other aspects of your life. You know, this is quite similar to the first point that they forget things, important things about you. It's very similar. But this one goes even deeper because they are less interested in the other aspects of your life. You see, for a relationship to be solid, partners must share an assortment of individual interests outside the bounds of their relationship. This enhances their independence and adds more stability to the relationship. So... Uh, at the point when you see somebody you love as different from you, um, you begin to value them as individuals that you don't have control over. Seeing each other this way breeds mutual respect and makes you both want to put in more energy, more effort to keep each other. Your sex appeal is enhanced. It resembles seeking after the objects of your relationship as you did in the early days when you first met. Those wonderful dates when you learned about the different aspects of their, of their life that didn't concern you, you remember those times. So when the interest bites the dust, what makes your partner special to you can no longer be found within. You see them as someone you want or not want, not somebody that you need. And that feeling and conviction that you need each other is a fundamental piece of a solid relationship. You must always feel like you need each other, like you can't do with each other. And that's what will make you to be able to compromise and fight for your relationship. The fifth thing is that you talk to each other less. See, having a conversation is the easiest and most important thing to do in order to know the fears 
hopes and desires of your partner. It's also the, the, the best thing to do in case of a quarrel or, or you know any difficulty. Just communicate, have a conversation about it. Don't wait till the time when you feel good and you feel like talking. Handle it as soon as possible, as quickly as possible, as expeditely as possible. Because the longer things take, the worse it gets. It helps you see who they want to be and who they already are. But when you no longer communicate as often, it's, it's generally because your partner has checked out mentally or signally that they will do so sooner or later. When we're interested in our partners, we, we always want to have interesting conversations with them. While having a nice conversation, we leave every other thing. We fully focus on our partner. Good conversations are not empty stories. When you have nothing to say, it's better to go find something else to do. Now, my sixth point is this. You feel played when you think of how it all started. Now, I met my friend soon after her breakup and I, I wondered how much it changed her in just a short time. Someone that used to be upbeat had become so introverted. I didn't understand their relationship was at its weakest point for a long time, farthest from the hope they started with. I saw her embarrassed, you know, by the betrayal she felt. Delusions and broken hearts come from a lack of communication about why our attitudes and moods have changed, as well as that of our partners. It's impossible to stay stationary in life because of the various things that life throws at us can potentially drive a wedge in, in your relationship, in which case it makes you feel like an outsider when your partner does not keep you abreast of changes. Communication honesty can be a game changer here, friend. A mismatch between needs and fulfillment is what breeds embarrassment and, rela- and resentment in a relationship. It makes both feel distanced. Uh, and only communication can, re- can reverse this. So if you begin to feel this talent, and the only way you can bring each other close again is by communication. My seventh point. You feel exhausted by the time you spend with your partner. You see folks, when, when we love someone and feel they've accepted us for who we are, the time we spend with them is refreshing. When the world tires us, we often mask it all up for acceptance, but our loved ones help us relax and express our deepest trauma. They provide free therapy, given the bond we share with them. We can be vulnerable and transparent with them as possible, but when things collapse in a relationship, you are mentally isolated long before you roll your suitcase from the apartment. You're always exhausted trying to explain it but never understood. 
you're trying to reduce friction friction you you but but it requires so much work it's like you quarrel all the time and no longer understand each other you're always on edge relating with each other your relationship you know it, it begins to crumble it becomes a burden to you so if you're accustomed to decompressing yourself through relationships totally takes you a while for you to burn out from pressure. As you become more tired, you find yourself looking for excuses to hang out with your friends and significant others. You'll be looking for a way to relax before turning to your relationship. So if someone is around and you're very stressed, it means you're not mentally tuned to keep up with each other's space. And that may be a good sign that your partner has checked out mentally and emotionally. Now, my final point. You focus more on the promised future than the present. It's beautiful to have a future that we are looking forward to. You see, my friend had envisioned a grand wedding by the lake and everything in between. She often turned more and more to the prospect of the promised future when everything was fine with her partner in order to escape the present realities. When her boyfriend didn't look so friendly, she blamed it on his work and dreamed more and more of this glamorous future he painted at the start. In the weekends, she would sit in the bed and think about their dates slated for the coming week while he, on the other hand, is sleeping for the fourth time in the day before they could even catch up with their day. People always show who they are by their actions, and often we are the one to deny it. The actions of a partner in the present is a good indicator of where things are heading in the future. So if you are basing things on how your partner used to be, you'll be closing your eyes to the present realities. And trust me, you're better off spending time doing things that are actively enriching your life. Finally, in conclusion, you know, uh, see, emotional checkouts are elusive because people can be in front of us, but their minds are out of the relationship. So it's very easy to miss out on the signals. At first, it may feel like their strange behaviors would pass by, but soon you get used to the new normal. So if someone is emotionally and mentally absent, it means that we have already lost the most important parts of them. It's important to consciously pursue these signs and talk about how we feel before it is too late to save a beautiful relationship. Till we meet next time, I remain Michael of Michael Out Loud. Take care and stay safe.